0: Well, all postseason long, the Phillies have responded to adversity, right? Every little hiccup they've had, every bump in the road, however small, and in the grand scheme of things, it's been pretty small they've bounced back. They've bounced back. They have responded time and time again to losing a game in a series, coming back and and showing fight, showing resilience. Even in some of the games they've lost, they've really clawed their way back and made a game of it most times. But this is a little bit different. The Phillies are trailing in a series for the first time. They are facing elimination. In their franchise's history, they have never played a playoff game seven which they would need to force in order to have a shot at winning this whole thing. Because right now, after leading two games to one following game three, the Phillies dropped the next two at home, as you probably know, getting no hit in game four, which interestingly was less frustrating to be there and be present in the stadium than I think it would have been to watch that on TV, but I digress. And then game five, where Justin Verlander, the future Hall of Famer, finally breaks through his strange little curse and picks up a World Series win. In a game, the Phillies were an inch away from tying or leading about 17 different times, but couldn't break through. All of that adds up to being on the brink. And so here we are. What do we have left? We have one more baseball game, potentially two more baseball games. They are being played in Houston, they will not be delayed or postponed. They are happening this weekend. They are happening tonight, Saturday, and possibly tomorrow, Sunday, Game 7. All we have left is hope. All we have left is the ability to channel positive vibes for whatever they may be worth. And hopefully, the Phillies will extend this to a classic Game 7. The series deserves it. It's been a good series so far, and and I think everybody else out there deserves a Game 7. And the Phillies right now facing elimination, as far as this Phillies fan is concerned, deserve a game seven. That's the angle here. I'm Paul Boyer. This is Phillies Therapy. Joined, as always, by the Athletics' Matt Gelb, who is back down in Texas for the end of this series. Matt, welcome once again. The mood is a little bit more sour than the last time we spoke, for good reason. Uh, It's maybe not the most optimistic time. Maybe not feeling the best after the way games four and five went, but I'm sure the feeling around the team hasn't been that muted. And I'm sure they're feeling like they're still in this thing. Yeah.
1: I think the feeling is that, look, you got this far. Like, why, you know, why stress about it now? You know, you got this far. You have exceeded every imaginable expectation. And you are heavy underdogs the rest of the way. You have to win two games in two days on the road. Uh, against, you know, possibly the best team in baseball and, uh, you know, why, why get upset? Why get stressed about it now? <laughs> I think that's kind of the approach they have. And that, you know, the, the kind of confidence that they've had has been dangerous all postseason. And I think game five was the first time, like, you know, that's a game that they've won all, all post right. That, that type mm-hmm. of game, that kind of game. Uh, and, and the breaks did not go their way, uh, for the first time in a while and i think it was a little jarring for some for some people i i, I know it was you know i know uh, within the organization there was just a lot of um it, sour was right is was the right feeling where they're just like you know that that hurt you know because you, you get here and you're you know you're happy to be in the world series you you want to make it a series you win the first game you start thinking all right maybe like here we go you win mm-hmm. the third game you think whoa like this this is happening like this might happen and then you get into the middle of that fifth game and, and all of the chances you know y- you feel like the series slipped away from you and and you can't get greedy because you're not even supposed to be here you're not even supposed to be able to go head to head with the Astros uh, but they've matched them pretty much through five games and and I know there have been times where it's been lopsided both ways but I feel like it's been a fairly even five games. I do. Uh, And it it felt like in some corners, I think of the fan base that like the series ended after the fifth game. And I don't, I don't necessarily know that's the case. Like I, you know, there's certainly a tall task out of them and and a lot's going to depend on what, you know, Zach Wheeler looks like uh, tonight in game six. Uh, Absolutely impossible to know. I I don't think he knows uh, himself, you know, I, just talking to him and, and passing the last few days, you know, trying to get a, t- a, a feel for, you know, how he's thinking and feeling. I and mean, he just keeps telling me, you know, time will tell. And, and I think that's just his way of. It's almost like a wink, wink. I think he knows that I know, and that we all know that he he's pitching through something. Uh, nobody will say mm. uh, what it is. I, I I certainly do think something's going on in the elbow. I don't think it's a severe injury. I think it's something that uh, might have to be addressed when the season's over. But uh, it certainly has. Uh, limited him. Uh, so it would be an all time performance if he goes out there and gives them five really, really good innings tonight and hands it off to the bullpen and the Phillies force a game seven. And Paul, like you said, 140 years of Phillies baseball, no game sevens. And uh would be kind of cool to see a game seven either way. I mean, it, it's, I, I think the pressure, I don't know where, Paul, I wonder, I mean, like, where your take on this is. Like, where does the pressure lie going into game six? Is it all on the Phillies? You know, do you feel like if if it does get to a game set, I feel like the pressure is just immensely on the Astros. I mean, so much pressure to not do this again, to not squander uh, a World Series opportunity, especially at home. I don't know, like we're we're if the Phillies going to this, I'm sure, you know, with a lot of pressure to extend their season. But I don't know. I feel like the mentality in there is just like, you know, we made it this far. Like, let's just lay it on the line and, and let's just see what happens. I don't know how much pressure there necessarily is.
0: Yeah. How much pressure is there ever really? Right. Like pressure is always just a feeling we all feel internally, I guess if you want to get philosophical about it, right. You know, Um, but yeah, I, I would agree that the pressure is on the Phillies tonight and it would shift if the Phillies are able to pull it out and force a game seven right now. And I think this goes back to what you were just talking about with almost feeling like the series ended when they lost game five or at the very least feeling like things just took a severe hit was that it wrapped up the home schedule where the Phillies had been so good up until this series Um, facing this tall task of knowing and seeing firsthand how much better the Astros are than the other opponents they've faced so far this playoffs and knowing that they have to win both of these games on the road. You have to narrow the focus and just focus on Saturday before you even worry about Sunday. But yeah, if you can, if you can, Rally for one more big game, one more big moment. I definitely think you turn the tables at least a little bit, if not a full 180. Look, optimism is hard to come by when you're facing elimination, and it's not a Game 7. Not that I would know. Again, I've never seen this team in a Game 7. I don't know what that feels like. But when you're staring down the barrel of your fourth loss, you're running out of runway. You know, I, I... my mentality all along, all postseason, and it's paid off really well. And it and it feels it feels really good to enjoy it this way. Is this team is not out until the twenty seventh out of their fourth loss or third loss in the earlier season uh, series, which didn't happen. They're not out of it. This is not over either. Maybe you know, maybe the magic has run out. I I, I don't blame people for thinking that way. Like we're we're so accustomed to the the magic having an expiration date and things looked so not great the last two games that you kind of feel like, all right, maybe that's it. Maybe the, maybe the story's over, but it's not done and you can't count this team out until they are literally done. And at which point we can look back and reflect on how amazing this run has been. We don't need to do any sort of post mortem or retrospective on that yet because they are still in this series and you win tonight and you force their hand. You make people in that stadium nervous on Sunday. Things are a lot closer to the midpoint at that point. Tonight is a tall task, but I can't count them out. They've proven they've proven time and again that they can't be counted out from the very first game of this postseason, multiple times in each series up through now. They've done it. And if that doesn't earn them benefit of the doubt to this point, I don't know what else would.
1: Yeah, and I, I did do some retrospecting, you know, at the final home game, because I, I do think you know, while as disappointing as that fifth game of the series was, uh, the fact that the game, you know, the final home game in Philadelphia was played on November 3rd. uh, It just was worth reflecting on like the moments and the memories that were created inside that ballpark so unexpectedly. And the feeling that uh, this is building towards something bigger. And I, I do believe that even if the series ends tonight or even if it ends in Sunday and seven without the Phillies winning the world series, um, there are no guarantees, of course not. Um, but, but I do feel like this is building towards something, especially Paul, because what did we say, you know, during the season, and even before the season started, we said, you know, this is looking more like a team that peaks, you know, around 2023, 2024, you mm-hmm. know, they're, they're, they're collecting a lot of really good pieces. The farm system isn't quite there they have some guys in their primes who, you know, have a window here. Uh, and we didn't necessarily think that this was going to be the season where it all came together. Um, you look at some of the pitching that they have coming, you look at have the money they have um, to spend this off season. And it is quite a bit uh, with, with what's coming off the books. And you could kind of see it building toward 2023, especially what happened, you know, in the minors during the season this year, you know, yeah. the, 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 the advancement of, of Andrew Painter and, McCable and Griff McGarry, um, this, this, this just, I feel like has just accelerated it obviously. And I do think it's, I don't think it's a, just kind of this one and done thing. Uh, that's not to say that they're going to be playing in the world series again next season, but I, I do think that the energy that was created at citizens bank park uh, and, and, and the memories that were created are, are something that will uh, carry into next season. Do you agree?
0: Yes. Look, there, there there's, there are two sides to this coin. The first, like you just mentioned at the end, there is it's not easy to get to the World Series. Baseball, baseball is is almost two different sports between the regular season and the postseason. And we saw that a lot with the teams that were eliminated, especially on the National League side this year in this new playoff format. It, it's it's hard, you know, just because you build a really good team does not mean you are a lock to advance past. Well, in some cases, pass the wild card round or in other cases, pass that short five game series. Anything can happen. Things start to, you know, run a little bit more according to plan if those teams survive the five game series. It's just the chaos of the playoff format. So even if the Phillies come back next year and are a better team, even if the baseline is as good as 2022, there's no guarantee they get back here. So you want to make your chances count for sure. But yes. There's, again, no reason to be anything but optimistic about the way this team is set up now. This is not an end of a window run. This is not something we're staring down where you look at a bunch of these guys getting ready to fall off a cliff. Maybe that happens because, you know, professional athletics is so freaking hard and these guys have played for so much longer than they ever have before that it might take them a long time to recover or some of them might miss time early in the year and that could affect blah, 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 whatever. You start thinking about that stuff and your, your head can get twisted up in knots. Stay at a high level. Stay a little distant from it. Look at what this team is going to bring back if they fall short this year. If they don't, great, then that's just icing on the cake. But if if they fall short, if they lose tonight or win tonight and lose in a game seven, they're bringing back so much of the team that brought them to this point, likely, that you can't help but feel good about the way they're set up. You add in the money that's coming off the books, like you were just talking about. You add in the potential for trades. We know that stereotypically Dombrowski is aggressive, but he's found creative ways to bring in players that have made A difference in this playoff run. You know, Brandon Marsh hasn't had the best world series, but you could argue that they don't get to the world series without him, you know? Um, so there's nothing, but there's nothing, but excitement right now. And this run has highlighted so much of that. It would have been much, it would have been a much harder sell to say, yeah, you know what? 2023. I really think that's going to be the time if they had exited the playoffs quickly because it wouldn't really have felt like they had fully turned the page on what had happened in the previous few years. It would have been nice to get the monkey a little bit off the back, but you know, say that that first game in St. Louis doesn't go the way it does. Say Ryan Helsley retains all of his feeling in his fingers. You know, if they, if they end up losing We're in probably two or not three here. games. Yeah, probably they not might not it. be here. And it's a tougher sell, but it doesn't really change the fact that they are set up well and they should be set up well for at least the next year or two. And it's still a good time to be a Phillies fan. Look, I, I, it's a it, slight segue here. I I get that the losing stinks and losing in a world series game to, to lose a series lead and be facing elimination. That's really hard getting no hit. It's a little bit embarrassing, but you move on losing the way you lost game five. Yeah, that's irritating. That loss, that hurt. Ah, there's, There's no way to sugarcoat that. But the fact of the matter is, You got to take a breath in the moment it hurts. You don't need to just let yourself, you know, get all up in the, in the doom clouds and just think, ah, yeah, that's it. That's over because it'll rob you of the enjoyment you could get from these next two games. You need to just stay focused on what's happening right now because what has been happening this last month now, a month of playoff baseball has been incredible, and what I mean by retrospecting, of course, is like we'll 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 give everything it's due in the off season True. we'll we'll we'll, rel- we'll relive all of that and we'll bring it all back it'll make you feel good because all of this is never going away. you know it's funny I'm looking over at my desk right here um the the card company tops makes cards of 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 moments that happen during the season, not just like they're their usual product where you get, you know, your rookie cards and some of the other, you know, insert type things. I'm talking about like things that happen within, in this case, a playoff game, and they print a card capturing that moment in that game of that time. And it's it's $10 a card, which is which is a little crazy for a card like this. But I bought one of Reese Hoskins' batslam in it uh against Atlanta in game three. That was three weeks ago already. <laughs> There And all the things that have happened since then have just been incredible. And it's like, I don't want the way games four and five were lost to rob us of enjoying the rest of this series, because it's the world goddamn series, and only two teams get to play in this every year. But also because I feel like if you get too Negadelphian about it, you start to take a bit of the shine off of everything that helped them get here. And I don't want that to happen
1: no i mean and, and and you know a lot of things can be true at once i mean it was game 5 is is going to be remembered as, as just such a missed opportunity and, and and as you go as you try to lead us into game 6 you're trying to figure out who who is going to step up and right now you look up and down the lineup and you you're seeing uh a lot of guys who are struggling, and the question that I, I've been trying to ask and trying to figure out, and you're never going to get a full answer to this, is, you know, how much of this is Phillies hitters not 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 performing the way they should, or just Astros pitching? Yeah, which is uh, the best pitching they've seen all season. I think. Period. Yeah. I think that's a fair statement to make. You know, they went 0 for 20 through a stretch, you know, with runners in scoring position, you know, from from game one to whatever, game five. In the middle of game five, Gene Segura got a hit, uh, I guess, in the seventh inning or eighth inning. And, uh, you know, is that Astros pitching? Is that Phillies hitting? It's probably a combination of both. Um, but look up and down that lineup, and who do you see stepping up in a game six, you know, besides the obvious, besides Schwarber and Harper, who have continued to, to – you know, really hit the ball well. And I, I don't know, you know, like Framer Valdez is, is the best starting pitcher remaining in the series and, and, you know, very clearly, and it's going to be a a difficult matchup for the Phillies. Uh, no question. I mean, but they do hit sinkers well. And Valdez does throw uh, primarily a sinker. Um, maybe he you see him throw more curve balls here in game six. Um, I was surprised that they weren't able to hit the his sinker the way that they've hit sinkers in the past. Now, in the last mm-hmm. few games, you've seen Astros pitchers really come at them with four seam fastballs, and that's you know that's because that's Christian Javier's calling card. That's what Justin Verlander does. It's what a lot of their relievers do. Um, I wonder if having seen Valdez a couple times now at the end of the season and then game, in Game Two here in Houston, uh, whether that helps him at all against the sinker. I, I don't know, but I mean, you look at but them in the lineup and what do you who do you see? who do you see having a moment? Like, who do you see, you know, kind of rising um, to the occasion here? And and it's, it's a hard answer right now.
0: It's, it's a really hard answer. Uh, All I can say is I find myself rooting for the ones who have had the worst series Mm -mm. so far, (laughs) you know, because I don't, I don't want us to leave this series with a really extra bad taste in our mouths if they lose tonight or tomorrow. You know, I, I, I look at what's happened with, you know, Castellanos and Hoskins in particular, right, have had particularly bad series. Um, they've come up in big moments and haven't come through. Um, you know, save for one Hoskins home run, neither of them has really, has, hasn't really done a whole lot. A lot of strikeouts. Yeah,
1: no, hit. I mean, honestly, the, I think the whole, I think the first game still, I remember, and actually Verlander said something about it after game five. He's like, I'm pretty sure game one totally changed when Nick Castellanos had that base hit uh, as they were making that comeback in game one against Verlander it was yes like a, it was a slider down in the zone it was almost dirt. Yes. yeah it that was, was well. a, that was a huge huge hit and it was just a single I think but yeah uh-huh. it, I know it, he it, he has not done a lot he has and I'm not trying to ju- you know he no, has not it, done well but that was a really big hit that was a it, huge it, hit
0: it is worth it is worth pointing that out and and you're right um so i I don't want to completely gloss over that and that's a good call out. Look, Castellanos all postseason hasn't really had on balance a great postseason, but he has had multiple moments where he has either essentially won the game for the team or really helped set the tone. You know, the moments that he's had, much like a couple of the other younger players during the latter parts of the regular season, when they did show up, when they did come through, it was in a big moment. And I don't want these really bad series. For him, for Hoskins, for JT, um, Segura, I guess you could put in there too, even though he 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 came through a bit the other night. Um, you know, JT started off great with game one and then has has basically disappeared. He looks it's, really, really tired. Yeah, you know, you hate to see everybody run out of gas and you hate to have this be the last image you might take away of these guys from this playoff run because you do not get to this point without any of them. If you take one of them away, you do not reach this point. Each of them has contributed something huge at some point during this run. And that should be what we remember. I know it's so hard to really have that perspective when you actually are like actively losing in the ninth inning and the game is going on. Because all you can think about is, no, I don't want it to end. I'm in the same boat too. But if you take a breath and you just, you know, take time to collect yourself, recover from the loss if and when it happens, not if and when, if it happens, there we go, <laughs> to really just remember what it took to get to this point. I really think that's important. And it's going to be important to remembering this team fondly because you don't want to get so negative about potentially losing this series that you forget everything that got you here.
1: Yeah. And 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 I know that perspective in the moment right now is hard, and I, I think it's okay to not have that perspective right now. I get that. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. You feel like you want to, you want to see one last, you know, you want to see one last magical moment, and maybe it doesn't yeah. result in a win tonight, but you want to see one last, you know, sort of magical push, and maybe it's a comeback or maybe it's uh, a big hit, you know, in this game six, and maybe they're fighting to the end, and and, and even if they lose, you feel like uh, you saw one last moment, and and I don't know if we'll get it. Um, I've given up like trying to figure out this team, you know, I gave up a while ago and, um, (laughs) yeah, I think, yeah, I don't know. This is, this is a tough one. I just, I'm not really sure. Um, I, you mentioned it. I mean, it's, you just don't know when you're going to get back here. You don't, and and they could have a better team next year. I think they will. They could have, um, you know, a a better playoff scenario, like a better path next year. And, Mm. I, I just, I don't know. I feel like um, y- you both don't want to underplay, you know. Oh, hold on a Excuse, Excuse me. Oh, I'm good. Thank you. Sorry. Housekeeping just tried to come in. <laughs> we can leave this on the podcast. <laughs> well, they just tried to come in and clean my room. I should have put up the sign. Uh, <laughs> you, you don't. Uh, you don't know when they're going to get back. You just don't know. And so I don't want to like, you know, knock down people who are really disappointed about them possibly losing this series. I, I, you know, game five was a huge swing. It was a really disappointing game for them, but I also, you know, I think it's important to realize like where we are, like the Phillies are in game six of the world series. It's like, this is crazy. Um, I, I, this is a complicated one for me. Like I'm not trying to, I don't, I don't like telling people how to feel. I, I don't. Um, right. But uh, I, I do think, I, I think the thing I've, the feedback I've gotten from a lot of people is been, you know, I just hope this isn't like a, I hope this feeling isn't a one and done. I hope I have this feeling again. And that, yeah. that, that's not, that's not to say they're saying like, I hope the Phillies are in the world series again next year. I think it's more like, I hope the Phillies get, you know, make me believe and give me things to be excited about next year. And, and I don't believe that this will be a one and done thing. I don't, I really don't. And I, I do think it's for a lot of different reasons, but um, I think it's cool how people have connected with, with many of the players in this roster and many of those players will be back. Yeah. I mean, I was looking at it, you know, the only guy, like, you know, there's only two guys who I would confidently say, you know, like, are, are I mean that like Gene Segura is going to be a free agent and Zach Eflin is going to be a free agent. I don't know that they'll be back. Yeah. Uh, beyond that it, it's like you know the majority of this roster will be back and and uh you know these players and these people you've connected with um they will be back and it, it is a roster that skews younger generally um and, and that's 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 a good formula uh for kind of a, a little bit of a sustained run now that said like you know you you have two really strong teams in your division as well who are who are going to be back and strong next year so i think if anything They're going to give you, you know, reasons to believe next year, but, um, I don't know if it is, you know, you don't know if you get back to the world series, you don't, you never know if you'll be this close ever again. I don't know. I mean, it, it, this is, it's hard to do this. Well,
0: and let's keep the, let's keep the positive momentum within this series going for a second. Right. Let, let's think about how close they did come to breaking through in game five. You know, they had a multiple, it wasn't just like one thing. It wasn't just, you know, uh, Chaz McCormick's catch. It wasn't just. Um, Trey Mancini being in the game and holding a runner on, so he's right in the perfect spot to catch Schwarber's smash ground ball.
1: Well, he would have been on the line anyway. I know. He might have like, been. Yeah. Yeah. And late in the game, like, they'll, t- you know, almost always he would have been on the line, even if uh, Segura had. I know people had, asked, I got a lot of questions about this, and people were like, well, what if Gene had gotten to second base there? Is Mancini hugging the line like that? I, I think so. Usually, I'm mean, almost always, they'll have. And maybe back a little bit,
0: too. Right. Like back back a little bit. Probably.
1: Yes. Yes. If anything, it might have been an easier play for him, actually, (laughs) because he would have been behind. He might have been behind the bag, just hugging the line. Right. Yeah. So So, that's
0: that's one of those things. I don't know. Maybe the
1: ball hits the bag. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, maybe I was supposed to doing that.
0: I guess (laughs) we, we got our one of those so far this postseason. Um, exactly, yes. and then, you know, Castellanos hits the ball, the hardest he's hit one all playoffs and it's right at, you know, Jeremy Pena. So like these things happen, right? And for the first time, all of these, all of these efforts at the big moment didn't, didn't cash in. Like we'd become so used to this team coming through that it just didn't happen. But if you, if you're a believer in momentum, if you're a believer in carrying things over from one game to the next, and I think that kind of worked from game two into game three, when they clawed their way back, um, you know, for whatever that was worth uh, toward the end of game two and then parlayed that into a big shutout win in game three. Like that was that was cool. I'll give a little bit of credit toward the, the comeback at the end of game two there. Um, maybe you can think the same way that they're not totally demoralized here the way game five ended. Maybe you can think that, yeah, they're feeling a little bit better. They've gotten a chance to see Valdez just a few days ago. Maybe they have a better feel for the way things move, the shape of his pitches, maybe a better plan of attack, maybe the uh, better way to pick up on pitches to lay off of. You know, just think like there's there there are positives to take away from it and a reason to believe that the formula can start working again. That maybe only Wheeler gives you, uh, I don't know, four innings, three and change. Everybody's going to. Yeah, you hope. Right. Like uh, he's just he's he's spending so much gas like you just you hope he's got a little bit left to really power through something. And then you just you go with the bullpen again because the bullpen has been fantastic, really, apart from, you know. Alvarado in game four. That's really, that's really been about it. Even that wasn't, you know, atrocious. Anyway, look, there are positives. There are reasons to be optimistic, which is the whole thing. You just need to bounce back from the way the last two games ended and realize this series is not over both literally and figuratively. And there are very, there are multiple paths for this team to get through tonight, to get through Saturday's game six and find themselves in a game 7 and i do not think it will be extra disappointing or land extra hard if you go in with that hope and they don't deliver
1: i don't think it costs you anything if they can get through if they can get through game 6 without using suarez i, I would almost give them the edge in game 7 there's no reason not to
0: Look, and, that's and they're the they're, they're
1: trying. They're going to try to do that. Like they don't. There's been a lot written and like tweeted and about, you know, about Ranger being available and, and he is certainly like I expect him to walk out to the bullpen, uh-huh. you know, in the second or third inning, uh, tonight. Uh, they they don't want to use him tonight. Like <laughs> they, they don't want to. Um, now, obviously, if they need to, they will. And if there's a spot, uh, they will use him. Uh, but if they can, man, if they f- somehow find a way to win this game without using Ranger tonight. I mean, then you're looking at, like, you know, the combination of Suarez and Nola behind him. You're looking at, like, five, six possibly solid innings right there. Five, maybe six. I don't know. Um, you know, the Astros would have Christian Javier, but he would only be a two- or three-inning pitcher probably. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to be asking Dusty Baker to manage a bullpen game. And I I don't know. Like, I think the Phillies would have an advantage in that game seven. And and it's a huge if. It's like if you win game six without having to use Suarez. And that's, a, you know. Lots gonna have to go right for them to do that, but uh, there is a path here for them. There is a path, and uh, it's not totally far fetched.
0: And now think that you know how how much exposure did the team get to, like Ryan Presley, for example, in oh, Game he's Five. He's thrown a lot of pitches. He's thrown a lot of pitches. Everybody in that lineup has seen him now. I mean he 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 put up a he put up a great effort <laughs> in Game Five. I'm not like diminishing that or whatever. But the fact that he's pitched now in four of these five games, he has thrown, let me see, 78 pitches, I believe, my quick mental math, over the last week, which is, you know, maybe not extraordinary, but still a pretty heavy workload. Um, Look, the Phillies have had looks at these guys. They've been good because they've been good all year for Houston, but you can go into it now from the starting rotation on down and say, all right, the lineup has their book, right? The lineup has the ability now to remember what they saw in previous encounters during this series. They've got the video to help them out too, sure. Um, it's all there. It's all there. They, they are set up for this. Um, you know it, it is kind of strange to think that the bigger hill to climb is is game six than a game seven, but that is the way it looks right now.
1: I said before game five, I said this to a couple of different writers. I said, I see two paths in this series and that's Astros and six or Phillies and seven. And that was before game five happened. And I still, I'm going to stick with that. And As obviously well like, I mean, there's only three paths left now. It's like either Astros and six, Astros right. and seven or Phillies <laughs> and seven, but right. Uh, yeah. Two out of three, eight bad, right? Yeah, exactly. Right. But so this was before game five though, when there were yeah. still a bunch of other paths and I, uh, I don't know. I mean, and like obviously, the same can be said. The Astros have seen the Phillies pitchers quite a bit here now. You know, they're familiar, getting more familiar that's with true. these guys. And you know, certainly some of these guys look like they're they're getting to the end. And and I don't want to make it this simple, but I really do believe, Paul. I like, guess this is all going to depend on how Wheeler comes out and starts this game. You know, I mean, if if they if they're facing a deficit early, uh, it, it's it's going to be really tough. It's going to be look, really really tough. And I'm not saying that Zach exactly has to be perfect. He can't give up a run or two. Like I think that's can't expect that but right you know if he gives up two or three in the first um <clears throat> you know it's gonna be it's gonna be very tough for the Phillies to win the game
0: well I mean what what's continued to happen in in these games that they've lost right they get down early you know the 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 no hitter loss it, it took until the fifth inning but in the other two the Astros came out and immediately smacked them. And they didn't in a third game. The Phillies were able to come back. Like, right. so much of this, especially now with the hill looking as steep as it is, you don't want to raise the incline by coming out and being flat in the first two innings again. Just get zero. So however you can. it could be ugly. You know, maybe Wheeler has to spend another 18 pitches in the first inning. And he's done that a few times. But as long as you stay within shouting distance, like the reason... The reason game five, part of the reason why game five felt a little extra disappointing or a little extra heartbreaking was because the Phillies kept themselves within shouting distance. They kept themselves right in. They were right there because their pitching did such great work. Again, they've done a great job neutralizing the vast majority of this Astros lineup. And this is a good lineup. Jordan Alvarez has done nothing. Nothing. Kyle Tucker is like two for his last 16. And you're just waiting for
1: these guys to, you know, have their moment too, right? Isn't that scary? You are now. Yeah. You
0: are, you don't know. I mean, you expect them to do something, you expect, you know, a guy like Alvarez to do better than strike out in half of his plate appearances and have a 385 OPS. Like you, you've gotten to this point because you've been able to neutralize guys like that. It hasn't been the whole lineup and we know we've seen that, you know, you, I'll, I'll, I'll think more about Jeremy Pena later. But like, this <laughs> is, th- this is what you need to do to win this series. They are mostly doing it. They are not playing perfect baseball, but they are playing their postseason brand of baseball. And it's enabled them to get to this point. And there's no reason to think, until proven otherwise, that they can't make it, you know, make a good shot at it for one more game. I don't know how many different ways I can say the same thing. Really, the the bulk of it comes down to still feeling good about the way this team is playing baseball right now. The opponent, the difficulty of the opponent has been ratcheted up, and that's why they're trailing in this series. But it's not as if the whole formula has just completely turned to dust. It's still working in its way. They got to a game six. They've won two out of the first five. And they won two of the first three too. Like it, they they got off to a good start. They've done what they needed to do most of the time, and their one chance at a miraculous comeback or or, or extra moment, you know, it fails for the first time in the World Series. Okay, fine. It happens. You move on. Now you got to win these next two. who you and got,
1: who, you, who you got tonight? I got the Phillies tonight. And I, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I'm give me a, like a pie or two. Like I'm not. Oh. Saying, Oh, 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 give me, give me two players tonight. It can be any, it can be two hitters, two pitchers, whatever. Give me two players who <laughs> you think will have a moment tonight.
0: I I have to channel all of my good vibes, all of my feelings of, of <laughs> redemption and, and positivity toward Castellanos and Hoskins right now.
1: Oh, what,
0: and whatever, whatever I've got left, I can maybe sprinkle over to JT. Um, Because <laughs> right now, right now, those first two, are are in in danger of having their their playoffs their playoff moments only be spoken of but yeah but he also did that on defense or yeah he also struck out with the bases loaded or like you think so yes i do i'm very worried about that happening i don't want it to happen but i i am a little worried i think when you carry in a little bit of baggage like those two did castellanos having a disappointing first season and hoskins being you know polarizing for reasons like he always has been for the last couple of years, um, I think it's really unfortunate, and I don't want that to be the takeaway. I, I I want those guys to to keep that at bay, and so I am putting all of my energy there. The Phillies are going to need to hit; they're going to need to find a way to break through against Valdez and or the bullpen, and I want it to be those two guys. I want them to have their breakthrough because I really don't want all of the other things they've done this playoff season. Uh, this postseason run to be forgotten. How about you? What what are you feeling for tonight's game, Matt?
1: Well, I think it's just like a I don't know. I reflexively will just say Schwarber. Uh, mm-hmm. Every time the moment has has required it, he has risen to it. Um, and I'm I just not gonna <clears throat> not gonna bet against him here. Uh, I'm I, I got him getting a big hit or having a big plate appearance uh, somehow. And then pitching wise, um, you know why not? Like ride the hot hand. I think Connor Brogdon gets him a few big outs. Tonight, yeah, there we go. So I think you know if 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 Wheeler if they're trying to avoid Suarez and again they're not gonna um it, they're let's let me say this like they're not gonna force it right like and and they're not also not gonna be too passive though. I mean if they need Suarez tonight, they're going to use him, but they're not gonna be you know actively trying to get him in the game. So maybe you try to go with the same um, plan that you had the other night. You know, you're trying to get Wheeler through 11 batters. I, I, I You know, if he's pitching better, you obviously let, you know, let him keep going, but you know, maybe they try to do it again, 11 batters and then Brogdon behind him, you know, for the lefties. And I mean, my goodness, Connor Brogdon has had uh, a, a, an incredible postseason, a postseason that really gives you faith about, you know, him moving forward as, as a setup man in 2023. He really seems to have found something and it's not mechanical. I know he's talked about all these adjustments and you know it, it's purely mental. It's pure purely confidence. This guy has always had um elite type stuff. He has an elite pitch in that changeup. Um he hasn't always trusted it. <clears throat> he hasn't always trusted himself. Uh, but the guy's got a ton of confidence right now, and that's beautiful. I mean, it really is. And uh, you know, give me Schwab and Brogdon with big moments tonight um Brogdon looked borderline unhittable he was unhittable uh, in game five it was uh, probably one of the most dominant performances we've seen this entire postseason yeah it's pretty good
0: yeah he was fantastic huh? and that's another you know we talk about looking ahead to 2023 as much as we want to do that right now he's he's a big his resurgence is a big reason <clears throat> why huge. you gotta you gotta feel huge. good huge okay well here we are couple hours to first pitch game six it's do or die time do the Phillies have one more push in them can they extend this can we get a game 7 in the world series with this this team that has been on such an unbelievable run for an entire month and given us more than any of us could have imagined i i you know i i remember <laughs> i remember asking people on on twitter weeks ago at this point who they thought you know Were the faces of the all drought team in preparation for, you know, having some early offseason content. And that thing is just like sort of sat in an open tab in my browser for weeks because this team refuses to die. And hopefully they've got a little bit more of that left in them. I know I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to enjoy the hell out of these last two games. I don't give a shit. I'm here to enjoy the World Series, man. Look, I, hey,
1: no, that's the right approach. I'm wound up now. There's no other. No, I mean, like, there's no other approach. And, like, I know, I know, I get it. I get, you know, being disappointed and being angry. But, you know, there's going to be a ring ceremony on April 6, 2023 at Citizens Bank Park, regardless right now. The question is, like, you know, how big are the rings going to be and how crazy is the ceremony going to be? But you know what? Like, there is a flag. It's already flying out there in center field. Um, It's blue. Like you said, if they win the next two, it's going to be red. But there's always going to be a flag. There's going to be rings. Um, It's kind of amazing. And you know what? Like, The next two games I feel like are, are, are gravy for them. If they get them, it's amazing. It's one of the most amazing comeback, you know, one of the most amazing championships ever in this sport, I think, and I'm not trying to be too hyperbolic, but, um, and if they don't, uh, it was an amazing run and it was something that people will never forget. And I don't think it's a one and done. So I look at this as, as gravy for them. And I think that's how the players are approaching it too.
0: Let's go get it, baby. Let's go give them something legendary. Let's let's make this happen. Everybody get excited for game six, whether it's the last game or the next to last game. This is it. This is the time. Get fired up. Enjoy this. I know it's going to be tense as hell and I'm going to be in agony for three hours in a little bit. That's fine. I'm right (laughs) there with you. More than three hours. Yeah, right. (laughs) More like five. Anyway, look, enjoy (laughs) this, man. This run has been unbelievable. Here's hoping it goes two more games and we'll be back with you
1: sometime i don't know Maybe sometime 7, i don't know maybe after a parade maybe yeah um, as a <laughs> as a you know as a off-season preview i don't know i have no idea when i'll talk to you again i have no idea what day it is i don't know when i'm gonna be home i uh, i just know that uh i didn't come to houston for 10 years and i've been here now three times in the last month and uh, i'm getting way too familiar with houston uh-huh, that's That's lovely. Get some torches for me.
0: Uh.
1: (laughs) Ah, yes. Yes.
0: (laughs) All right, everybody. Get fired up. Enjoy this game. Enjoy the end of the ride whenever it does end. And we'll be back with you in a little bit. Go Phils.